Zero Hour Talks is produced by Goal 17 Media, storytellers for the common good. Hey everyone, it's Kayla from Zero Hour. Hey everyone, my name is Jancy Quay Medina Tayak. I am a senior in high school and I am a member of the Zero Hour Advocacy Team, as well as the co-lead of the DC chapter. Today we are on our maybe fourth episode of Zero Hour Talks. We have a really awesome topic, which is colonialism. Um, I'm actually a member of the Piscataway Indian Nation. Um, So colonialism is definitely a topic that is very important to me. Um, and Kayla, I'm sure it is for you as well. Yeah, so um, I'm in Charlotte right now, like in my room, um, but I am from St. Croix, the U.S. Virgin Islands, which is a really small U.S. Um, colony, and right now, like in Charlotte, I like am residing in the lands of like the Sugary peoples, Catawba people, um, and many other like indigenous folks like the Waxha, um, and so, like, one, like, it is important for me to, like, bring that up and to acknowledge the land I'm in and to specifically, like, b- like welcome into this space folks who are violently brought across the United States, like Black folks and um, folks who have an- ancestors who are slaves. Exactly. So, you know, colonialism is definitely a huge issue for Indigenous people, Latinx people, and Black people. Um, and I think it would be really good to go into the definition of colonialism, just to give you guys an understanding of exactly what we're talking about. So according to National Geographic, colonialism is controlled by one power over an area or people. This occurs when one nation subjugates another, conquering its population and exploiting it, often while forcing its own language and cultural values upon those people. When we're talking about colonialism, it's really important for us to think about the history um, that goes into the exploitation of our land. Um, who came here? Who conquered it? Who are the original people that were here? And that's really important to consider. Just to expand on that, there's tons of ways that colonialism like manifests in our society. Um, maybe two weeks ago when Ziawa was holding our colonialism webinar, Sam of the IIYC group, and I don't remember the- International Indigenous Youth Council. Thank you. Word. Yeah. So she talked about how colonialism manifested in like different sectors like of our life. Um, and it really helped me like understand the like, like just like tangible impacts. And I just like every time someone discusses colonialism, like it just becomes very much more clear to me, like how colonizers have seriously like ruined um, the way we like navigate our lives. Um, and it's just like, the creation of war fronts and like enemies to be conquered and then dragging land that doesn't belong to you, dragging like resources that like you don't even know how to use um, and be like, and sort of creating this um, sense of ownership over those things that you then then destroy is like one of the key like factors of colonialism. Um, It happened with like St. Croix colonizers like came there, they killed all of the Taino peoples that were like there. Um, then they brought over slaves to work that land. And now like Sinclair is here and the United States like empire is like totally disregarding us. Like it does other places that like it enters and it destroys. 
So I think that's really like significant, like in this conversation. So thank you for all of that. And also thank you, Sam and X from IIYC for hopping on the webinar for us. Exactly. And I think when we're talking about colonialism, it's important to talk about the exploitation of human of human resources and the resources that come from our earth. Um, so for example, how colonizers take land from indigenous people um, or the people that were originally living on that land. Um, people who know how to take care of their land are stripped of their rights over that land. And also how those colonizers use that land and use those resources and human labor to become wealthy themselves. And in this process, it really leads to a depletion of natural resources, and it really harms the people and the land that is there. And that's why this is so important when we talk about climate change, because this process of conquering land and conquering people and depleting it of all of its really valuable resources is very significant in what led to the climate crisis that we're in right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, the climate crisis is like the result partly of like colonizers like um, affinity for like excessive natural resource extraction. Um, and then again, like what I said before, like not knowing how to take care of land that isn't theirs. Um, I know like um, during those months ago, like for the California wildfires, um, how like the United States navigates wildfires. We do a lot of like prevention instead of like letting fires burn and having controlled fires that will like um, be safer for the land, um, be safer for the people there. And so like with our initiative of like not allowing the land to do what it does, um, California is constantly burning for weeks and it takes homes and it takes people and that's not how it used to be before because the indigenous people who lived on that land were like practicing safe fire measures. And so it's like, don't get on land that you don't know how to take because eventually it's going to lead to destruction. And the climate crisis is an example of um, the fossil fuel industry's need to take everything it can from our world. And we don't have finite resources that allows for that. Exactly. Colonialism is really one of the big systems of oppression that drive our current climate crisis. And Zero Hour really tries to educate um, everyone on those various systems of oppression that are still um, affecting us today and seeing how that systems of oppression have influenced our climate crisis. So when we think about colonialism, um, it's kind of that idea of how everything indigenous becomes a natural resource to be used. And that goes to the depletion of um, natural resources. And Kayla, as you said, people who came and conquered this land, colonizers, they don't know how to take care of the land because they simply don't belong here. And they're not willing to listen to the people who do belong here. The people who understand how to take care of our earth are basically being suppressed by colonialism. The voices that are really valuable aren't being treated as such and instead are facing horrible impacts um, due to colonialism. We see indigenous communities, African communities, one facing the worst of climate change, but also seeing a lot of problems that are caused by systematic issues 
such as income inequality, racism, lack of access to resources such as healthcare. And those are all examples of how colonialism has suppressed indigenous people and the original people of those lands instead of uplifting their voices, which is really what we should be doing. So one thing I always think is like really important to talk about is the actual act of decolonization and like what that would look like. And just to be clear, like decolonization is not a metaphor. It literally means giving land back to Indigenous folks because the only way to achieve decolonization and to achieve justice and creating a world that is actually reflective of something that is like compassionate and nurturing and not um, greedy and not um, transactional in a way that harms the earth and humans is by like returning property to Indigenous folks, getting rid of the idea that... um, we own land and that we like have all the authority to take and to take until like we literally cannot take it anymore and to burn people down with us. Why do we need to decolonize? It's because Indigenous folks have an understanding of the land and they know how to take care of it and that that way is like just naturally sustainable in a way that colonizers like will never be able to properly like implement. Indigenous knowledge is crucial to solving the climate crisis and it should be valued and we should be listening to indigenous folks and we should be listening to black folks, to people who actually understand what it takes for this land to be truly like healthy. Because if we continue listening to the fossil fuel industry and if we continue listening to capitalists don't have any um, care for the people, we are going to continue screwing ourselves over Instead of valuing Indigenous people, like what we have been doing is worsening their living conditions. The United States has never honored any treaty they have with any Indigenous tribe. And it's because they've attached their um, wealth to land. They know if you can take land and if you can steal property from folks that you can properly, you can totally control them. Indigenous folks have faced some of the worst injustices in our country. They, um have a lack of access to different resources. They face police brutality at extremely high rates. They um, have higher rates of poverty, poor health care. They face racism in the medical industry, um, extremely high rates of sexual violence. And it's all of these things are a result of colonialism, of racism, um, and of like this need to treat people as commodities and as tools of profit and not caring about their actual, like, living bodies. The people in power, the ruling class, like, they see Indigenous folks and they see Black folks as tools of profit, and your body only gets in the way of their making profit. They don't care about you. They'll cut your hands off if it makes you do work better. And they have done that. Exactly. A solution to this is giving indigenous and black and brown people a voice over what happens on their land. Um, And that leads to a really important idea in this whole discussion of colonialism. So we're gonna talk, I'm gonna talk specifically about indigenous people because that's where I come from. When colonizers came to the Americas, they stole really precious land from indigenous people, forced them out. And this ultimately 
disrupted our cultural practices. For those of you who don't know, a lot of our beliefs are centered around taking care of the earth. A lot of our practices are sustainable and we believe in taking care of everything that's around us instead of feeling like humans are the ones who run the planet. We feel like we are just a very small part of a very big ecosystem and that um, we need to do our part and take care of everybody and every living thing. And so when those cultural practices were disrupted by colonialism and indigenous people lost their rights, they lost their land, that allowed people and land to be exploited by colonizers. And that is has contributed to this idea that humans can take whatever they want from the earth and profit off of it as much as they want. As Kayla said, there have been many treaties that have been broken, um, specifically that have promised land to tribes. I can just give you an example. The Fort Laramie Treaty of 1868 was between the Dakota and Lakota people um, and the U.S., so basically what this did is it established the great, what was known as the Great Sioux Reservation, a large portion of lands west of the Missouri River and designated the Black Hills as unceded Indian territory for the exclusive use of native peoples. Um, but as soon as gold was found in the Black Hills, the United States um, decided to back off the agreement, withdrew the boundaries of the treaties and confined the Lakota and Dakota people who were traditionally nomadic people to a farming lifestyle on the reservation. Um, that is confirmed via Smithsonian. Indigenous people who were living peacefully and taking care of their land were stripped of their land rights, forced into a lifestyle that was ha more harmful to the earth, a farming lifestyle. Meanwhile, the US was exploiting the land for gold. Um, so if we gave power back to tribes, if we gave that power back to tribes to control their land, to control what happens to their people, we wouldn't be seeing the same kind of exploitation that we're seeing today on a daily basis. We wouldn't see the same mistreatment of indigenous people that we see today, for example, with the missing and murdered indigenous women crisis. And we wouldn't see things like Dakota Access Pipeline, coal mines, fracking, exposing Native people to the really harmful toxins um, and pollution that comes from those industries. Um, so when we talk about land back, we're really talking about giving Native people sovereignty and autonomy over their lands so that they can protect their land, their culture, and their people. And I also want to just say that there's so many people who um, are fighting for this issue. Um, so many Indigenous people and Black people and Brown people, you know, just a couple examples are um, Standing Rock. There was a whole movement um, to block the Dakota Access Pipeline. And Standing Rock, there have been movements um, protesting other pipelines. Um, there's a lot of work to be done, um, but there are so many Black and Brown voices that are rising up to the challenge. I think that the best way to help any group that is like Indigenous folks and like Black folks is to actually try to like change the material conditions that they are in 
And that means like black folks are asking for reparations, like give reparations. If indigenous folks are asking for that, like give them that. And then the easiest way to like fall behind them is to amplify their stories and to know like when to take a step back and when to like let them speak because indigenous folks have been saying the same things and we're not listening. And that's why our conditions conditions keep worsening. Do the work and also listen. Exactly. So I am really thankful for everyone who listened into our podcast today because the first step into helping us solve this issue is just by getting yourself educated um, and by listening to young voices of color like me and Kayla. This is Jancy. You can follow me on Twitter at at Jancyque, J-A-N-S-I-K-W-E, and on Instagram. And make sure to follow our This Is Zero Hour Instagram as well and check out our website, thisiszerohour.org. All right. Um, thanks, everyone. This is Kayla. Thank you, Goal 17 Media, for helping us produce this. It's really appreciated and like getting voices like ours out there. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Kayla Kernan. It's K-A-Y-L-A-H-K-I-R-N-O-N. My Instagram is different because my last name is different, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't give both. I have to give one. Thanks for listening to Zero Hour Talks. Until next time.